0: Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody,
1: it's James Vagely here, and welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast. Ash, accelerating mortgage businesses. Love it. Good to see you.
2: Awesome to be here, James. We're almost to the middle of the year. Can you believe it? How
1: are I you doing? Know. It, uh, the years evaporate. I'm great. I'm great, listeners. I hope you're good too. It's episode 85. And it's uh, a nice round number, which means we're approaching 100. We'll try. I reckon we'll try and do something special for 100, Ash. Um, but episode 85 today, and the topic we've put forward is lead, don't follow. And Ash, I mean, we've been around a long time. Uh, we've got a few gray hairs. And we get to see what a lot of brokers do and don't do and what works and what doesn't work. And one thing that's pretty consistent, I think, in my mind is that there's too many followers. There's way too many brokers that come into the industry and just latch on to what someone else is doing and they follow them, often blindly, uh, down that particular rabbit hole or strategy and usually doesn't work. So in this episode, I'd like to explore with you why, why it's actually better to stand out and lead and do something different and kind of goes against what People naturally want to do as humans. I think, Ash. You know, like people usually don't want to stand out. They want to be at the back of the room, not not standing out and stuff. So it's probably going to challenge a few people this one, but important. Yeah.
2: Oh, no doubt. It's a it's a pretty interesting topic. Um, you know, I, I'm reminded of a um, an old proverb. Uh, I don't know who said this. Maybe I did. But it uh, goes along the lines of if you want to be successful at anything, work out what everyone else is doing and then do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that speaks to this topic, right, that it's so tempting and even logical actually from a mindset and uh, a momentum to do what everyone else is doing because, you know, it seems to be working for them. That would be the logical assumption to draw. And I think that's then almost exacerbated by the nature of our industry, which there's lots of compliance and I think, small moving parts, if I could call it that, with, you know, producing loans and good outcomes for your customers and managing a team and all the things that start to pack your mind and your diary. And I think when that happens, it's very easy to fall into the habit of just allowing the tail to wag the dog, if Mm. you like, from a leadership perspective. So what you said before, I think I'd like to explore a bit in this one is, well, where do you lead from, you know? what does this actually mean? And for me, I think the place that we might start is lead from the one thing that you've got that no one else has got. What's the one thing that each of us have that no one else has got? Well, I think it's fair to say, you know, it's you. It's you as a person. That is the one thing that we all have that no one else has.
1: Are you sort of of saying to our listeners to make sure they focus on being themselves and putting themselves out there as a person and a personality and a brand as well as just you know instead of just showing up as I'm a mortgage broker like put some sizzle and personality salt and pepper on it
2: yeah absolutely I mean I know when I started out I think if I was to cast my mind back to those um, days when there were dinosaurs when I started out um, that you know it was because I'm a I'm an introvert anybody that knows me I'm a pretty reserved uh, introverted type of person. So, you know, here I am diving into an industry that requires me to talk to a lot of people. I don't know what I was thinking, but there you go. So I guess, you know, it's that that forcing yourself. And I think for a lot of people, yes, there's a stage of your growth where it's about just putting yourself out there, just essentially talking to people, showing up and creating some momentum. And There's a place for that. But at some point, and I know it certainly happened to me. You know, that just becomes really hard work, you know, and I think that hard work comes from incongruence or, or lack of alignment between the way you're putting yourself out there and who you truly are. And I know for me that's all changed, you know, when I I made the shift, I guess, to being myself and myself as, well, you know, I'll be as direct with this as I can be. I mean, I I call myself the bald, four-eyed doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, like, (laughs) if you've seen my head, you understand what I'm saying, listeners. Um, You know, so I I, I guess I became who I was, which was pretty um, straight-talking, no-nonsense, just the facts kind of person. And that was when my business really took off. And you start to attract people that like you for who you are not for the image of who you are. Mm. So I think, you know, there's a bit to unpack there, of course. And I think this all comes back to your point, James, which, you know, you might like to expand on, which is well, how do you do that? How do you stand out amongst a vast ocean of colleagues, contemporaries, competitors, and be different?
1: Mm. I just wrote something down when you were talking because I think what we're talking about is almost a bit uncomfortable and squirmish for a lot of people. That probably we have some listeners going, "Ooh, but yeah, putting yourself out there—that's not easy. Like going up to talk to people randomly is not easy. It's—and uh, I wrote down, you know, results come from putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, don't they? Um, you know, if you sure. if you want to take a back seat and just sit there, and like, like I'm going to go on a ra- random short tangent, Ash, but a little bit like the example of online marketing. And um, we use this because it's very topical and um, uh, very, I guess it's one of the things that we see happening a lot with people we work with. Um, You'll see where this is going in a minute, but a lot of brokers, I think and you might back me up on this, want to or would prefer to just hide behind their phone or laptop and get leads magically via the internet. and that's why I think why a lot of marketing and buying leads is, is so popular is that a lot of brokers would actually prefer just to do the broking. I like the numbers, I'm happy to talk to people, but ah, oh, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to have to sell. I don't want to have to, um, you know, potentially be rejected. So instead of doing things that actually work traditionally and predictably like talking to people, building partnerships, getting yourself out there, a lot of people choose to hide behind the laptop and just hope that the magic dust will do its thing. And this comes back to lead don't follow because there are a lot of people following down that path of, Ooh, I can see the easy option, which is just get internet leads and build a miracle funnel. That's going to solve all my problems. And I mean, we all know the, you know, that it typically doesn't work. Um, Mm -hmm. but the results come from the discomfort for most people like you and like me, picking up the phone, talking to people, putting yourself out there. It's not a natural thing that most people go, oh, I would love to go out there and put myself out there and stand on stage and knock on doors, but it's where all the results are.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, all growth comes from discomfort and just something that you said, just to go back half a step, that I think is really, really important uh, insight. And that is that natural inclination for a lot of brokers, um, you're right, because uh, obviously, I've spoken to thousands of brokers. We coach a lot of brokers. And one of the things that comes up a lot is a, a, an inclination or almost a, a default to, okay, surely there's some system that can just put people in front of me. And all I've got to do is, I call it the McDonald's, I guess, is, you know, I've just got to sit behind the counter and serve the customers, you know, like almost like working in a bank, if you like, where the bank's big marketing machine brings people to the doors. Your job is to, you know, Turn them into paying customers, I guess. In the broking industry, that doesn't really work. I mean, I guess if you work for one of the big brands that has lead generation machines, it does give you a little bit of a head start. But here's the here's the truth. The truth is, even if you do that, even if you do build a business based off hundred percent of sourcing clients and opportunities from a, a, a you know an online strategy, you still have to speak from a place of leadership. This is the great breakthrough that I hope, you know, listeners, you take away from this is I'm not saying, and I don't think you're saying, James, that internet leads or any particular of those strategies are are good or bad. The common factor here is whether you put yourself out there face-to-face with people, whether it's leading the team in your business, whether it's being a person of influence in the industry, whether it's putting together a strategy to generate online leads for yourself, all of those things come from the same place of leadership. And that form of leadership, just to be clear, if I could explain it, is I don't think we're saying that leadership is about telling people what to do. That old mental image that some people might have of, you know, the leader standing up on the soapbox and saying, you must this and you must that, that's not leadership, right? We're talking about leadership, about being authentic, honest, vulnerable genuine about who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, that's what's got to be, I guess, blended in to all parts of your business, including online lead generation.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's true. I mean, this concept of leading, not following, it does. it. It's not just for the individual to not just follow what everyone else is doing, but it's also about, yeah, your business and how you sit within it as a leader. We could go on a lot of different rabbit holes with this. I think you mentioned before um, talking a little bit about how to stand out and maybe how to lead. Uh, Maybe we can talk a little bit about that because, as we've mentioned, listeners, you know, the default is kind of, for most people, to follow. We will follow a strategy, follow a particular person, follow the advice of someone. And this is probably, let's segue just for 30 seconds, Ash, uh, before Mm -hmm. we go into the how, because obviously in our business, we have uh, hundreds of brokers following us, listening to this podcast and following our advice. So how do we reconcile following the right advice and getting the right help and coaching, which we are strong advocates for, but also at the same time, um, for the individual leading their own way. So we're not saying not to follow anyone and be the sole master of your destiny and, you know, shut yourself off from the world and not get help. How do we reconcile that, Ash?
2: Well, that's a really good question. And I think for me, look, there is lots of coaching advice and I guess there's even a common perception that uh, there's got to be some framework that I can just drop myself into that works. To become successful and what i would say to that is yes there are common benchmarks common best practices common processes that are consistent in successful mortgage-broking businesses you know these are things that we teach and coach however i think one of the key things you should always be looking for no matter who and how you move forward is it's about the capacity to customize it to you this is the real key that, that separates in my opinion success from mediocrity or vanilla outcomes where you just become like everybody else it's logical don't you think if you're following the same cookie cutter process as everyone else without the customization of course you're going to look like everyone else mm. because everyone else is following the same thing that's true without you've got to have the customization so then you've got to ask yourself what how do you extract that customization and To your first question about, you know, how to do this or even where to start, I would answer that by saying to any listener, write this in black marker somewhere on your whiteboard, is start talking about who you are, not what you do. I love that. Who you are, not what you do. We talk about this a lot within our program, right? Mm -hmm. So many people naturally feel that they're going to stand out by talking about what they do, how good they are at it, how long they've been doing it, all the successes they've had. And there's a place for these things at times, don't get me wrong. But The standing out, the leadership within your own business, your own community, the industry, is by talking about who you are as a person, what you stand for, what you believe in, what your story is. That's where you need to start.
1: 100% agree. And um, I was thinking while you were talking about the idea of leading and following, and I think just to uh, reiterate what you said, I think following blindly is what we're saying to not do. Um, obviously you can follow um, <clears throat> specific or the right people or good advice if it's customized to you and then you will internally lead yourself and that business to that particular outcome. But to follow blindly without really thinking about it, um and just acting is is not the right idea. Um, how can we wrap this up, Ash? Leading, not following. Obviously, we can talk about all sorts of things, and we can talk, but maybe we spend thirty seconds to a minute each, just going and sharing how we would start with um, leading, not following. Would you start with a mindset switch? Would you start with a daily action or a particular strategy in mind? Uh, you go first. What would be your first one or two things? You would do if
2: you were one of our listeners and then i'll go yeah yeah it's a really good way to wrap this one up look um obviously leadership is not a fixed beginning and end process leadership is an ongoing process of always learning always growing always developing at a personal level i mean you your business will only ever grow at the same speed you grow so you must focus on self-development now Bringing that back to your second question about well, where to start, and I think I mentioned this before. I would definitely start by sort of documenting my own story, documenting my own values. And when I say documenting, I don't mean writing a book. I mean grabbing a piece of paper, uh, a Word document, you know, speak into your phone and get it transcribed. Do whatever you need to do to start to, I guess, disgorge your story and what you believe in, what your values are. And as an example of this, just my final words, my personal, uh, I guess, version of this happened in the story I've told quite a few times, which I won't tell in full now. But when I was running around like a headless chook 25 years ago, all over the state, chasing leads, turning up to appointments, trying to win business by using the brand I represented and talking about the rate and had a and had some success, but it's only because I was doing a huge volume of appointments, and it shifted for me in my mind, and yes, it starts with a mindset shift when I was advised, quite bluntly, stop trying to be someone you're not. Start being who you are, and then I answered by saying, well, the next question was, well, who are you? And I said, well, I don't like being stuffed around. I like people to want to deal with me before I turn up based on the proposition I put to them. So that was the moment that things turned around. So start speaking from a place of truth as to who you are and what you believe in. And if you want to get started on that process, start to document some notes uh, to that effect. Gold. Gold,
1: Ash. Um, I'm going to go the same sort of direction, but a little bit different. Um, I think a lot of those that follow do because they're not consciously doing it. It's just an automatic thing. Uh, and it's the default for most people just to see what other people are doing and copy it, copy, paste, do, do, do. And then you'll sort of see what's working. You might adapt. You might latch onto something else. Do, 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 adapt, see if it's working. Hopefully you hit the mark eventually. It's kind of what most people do. That's the blind follow. I'm the same as you, Ash. I would start and go back to you. Like that's what leaders do. They go, well... I'm gonna do me. Um, Don't care about what everyone else is doing. Like, what do I want? What am I good at? Who am I? What am I representing in the market? Uh, Then going, right, well, what do I wanna create? Like, what's my goal? And then based on that goal, what's the plan for me to get there? And only then once I know what's right for me and my plan and my goal, then I'm gonna start doing. Um, As opposed, so the last thing we recommend doing is the doing. Uh, As opposed to the first thing. So for me, that's the difference between leading and following. It's like, as you said, start with yourself, work out what you want, and why you're different, have a plan to act on, and then do, take action. To me, that's leadership um, in in business. We're not necessarily diving down the traditional leadership hole. But, you know, for me, that's what I mean when I say lead, don't follow. Um, Do what's right for you. And you know, only then when you start acting on your goal and plan and taking action, then you can sort of find others maybe in the market that are doing those things and have done those things before and allow you to shortcut the details
2: and the doing. So that's where I sit with the lead, don't follow, Ash. I love it, love it, love it. Look, and this is a big part of what we do when we work with clients um, privately, James, right? That is, we start with working on who you are, people, customers, referrers, the industry, the community, your team, they don't make decisions based on what you do. They make decisions based on who you are, right? Just never forget that.
1: Yep, 100%. I love the, uh, I like the extra pause for effect too. We did, we've we done it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Come it's in. great. No, really good. Um, <laughs> Listeners, this is a this is kind of an abstract and a deep one, uh, but incredibly important. We're all mortgage brokers, and you are all in business. Everybody, uh, think of yourself like a business owner, as and as as a leader, and as an individual person. And when you come from that place, you'll start recognizing that it's not just about following the latest and greatest and following whatever you hear on you know this and that, um, and you actually. Instead of uh, going from the outside in, you're going from the inside out. So hopefully this has struck a bit of a nerve with you guys. And uh, if you'd like to join the conversation on this, uh, hit us up on the socials. Find one of these posts and comment. uh, Comment on this podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Um, And Ash, as always, I'm sure we've got another juicy episode next week.
2: Yeah, love this uh, chat, James. It's been a cracker. I'll see you on the next episode.
1: Will do. See you, Ash. Bye, everybody.
0: Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.